Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Another weekend of glorious mortgage dialogue with TexasLending.com. Gary Alexander, also known as Inappropriate Uncle Bubba, <laughs> Tress Collins, and I'm Kevin Miller, owner CEO of TexasLending.com. Hi, Tress. How are you? I am well. How are you? Good. Are you enjoying the sunshiny days these days? Uh, well, not as much as I'd like because I've been working a lot, but I discovered something this week. Mm. That I think is quite fabulous. We'll get to that in just a minute. Fine. We don't want to know exactly <laughs> just yet. Okay. Hey, this is a mortgage show, and we talk about other things, sometimes sports, sometimes sometimes marriage. We talk about marriage a little bit. We talk about uh, a lot of things that you might want to know about. We'll talk about that when we get Aww. to inappropriate Uncle Bubba here. <laughs> inappropriate Grandpa Bubba. <laughs> And uh, we want to talk to you as well. We want your text today. We want to answer your questions about refinancing. Rates continue to inch down. And so we want to make sure that we can answer your questions of whether you can save money. We're going to talk about your cash out refinance, your refinance, your home purchase loans, which are going to start, uh, I think, uh, trickling back up. And we want to talk about your FHA and your VA and your jumbo loans and your reverse mortgages as well. And you can answer your question. We can answer your questions here. You can ask your questions at 972-387-4600. That's the text line, 972-387-4600. We're going to get back to Tress and and, and her fabulous week. Uh, yes. But we want to know, Bubba, what was uh, what was going on with the grandkids this week? Ah, uh, the grandkids have been over at our house a lot, Aww. swimming already and getting in the hot tub. And they had a slip and slide going yesterday. I don't know where they found it, but they found it somewhere. Fun. Yeah, and so it brought back lots of memories of my childhood yeah. in the '60s. How many of them are there and now? Sliding. We used to have the water wiggle, but that would be inappropriate now because it would probably wrap around your neck and <laughs> it'd be appropriate at your house <laughs> i love the water wiggle but i guess, i guess it could be dangerous so mm. gosh we had every possible thing that could kill a child when yeah. we were children right yeah, yeah. so we let lived. me poke and poke your eye out with that bb gun or and whatever. the jarts remember jarts? jarts yes those things could those things can maim a person as a matter of fact you could go to war with those things if you wanted to hey uh bubba <laughs> kill small animals so uh anything on the front of the mortgages that uh you well, said you liked a couple yesterday the interest rates have gone down like i said and i had a whole list of people that kind of missed the boat uh on that uh, march in the beginning of march yeah at the be- the week- first week of march is when those rates were really really low but by the second week of march they'd already gone back up 
And so I had a slowly. whole list of people that he called in after. Well, this week probably locked six or seven of those now that the rates have come back down. Yeah, so you're seeing your 15-year rates, you know, in the two-and-a-half to two-and-three-quarters range. Yep. You're seeing your 30-year right around 3%, give or take, depending on your loan size, credit score. And if you pay an origination. Yeah, if you pay an origination fee, you're getting your 30 years in the twos right now, which has never happened before, except in the first week of March. So make sure you call TexasLoney.com. 972-387-4600. We have loan officers here ready to take your phone call. We also You, you can also text us there, but you can also... Uh, you can also go online and apply on TexasLoney.com. Okay, Tress. Now you've had you've had a couple minutes now to ready your response. Yeah. Now what is a salsarita? Oh, it's a 5K run I did like three years ago. All right. Yeah. Well, Tress is wearing her salsarita oh, shirt. Oh, I thought it was something you put in a glass. Well, they did have things in a glass afterwards. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about you. Okay. All right. Amy. Let's talk about okay. Let's go. Let's talk about what happened this week. I discovered cold brewed coffee. Oh and yeah, it is fabulous. Cold brewed coffee. You weren't a fan yes. of hot brewed coffee, I know. So. Well, now I appreciate hot brewed coffee. I I've discovered the flair for coffee now. Back in February is when I started liking coffee, mm. and so now I'm a real adult now. But now this week, <laughs> cold brewed coffee, and I know how to make it at home in my French press, and it is fabulous. okay. Let me ask you a question. How do you make cold? I mean, don't you just pour it out of a glass over ice? No, 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 no. That's a frappuccino. When you take hot brewed coffee and you pour it over ice, that's a frappuccino. Cold brewed coffee is actually coffee grounds that steep in cold water. Okay, let me ask you a question. And you drink it cold. Do you you drink it straight up or do you put cream in it and sugar and all this stuff? I've done both. I've I've had it black, which is, well, and I do a white chocolate caramel coffee ground. That's not black. No, it's roasted that way. <laughs> oh. uh, so I've had it black because I wanted to try it cold, which was actually pretty good. But then I add a little teaspoon of sugar and then probably just as much milk into it and stir it up. <laughs> it yeah. Fabulous. I chugged down my first cup and I'm like, Whoa. that's the kind of the bad thing is I drink it a lot faster because it's cold. But uh, the caffeine buzz from See, it is quite I have this belief. Uh, here's my belief of mine, that if you put enough sugar butter or salt and anything people eat it you know yeah. this is fantastic you know you can put enough in there that uh people will eat anything now same thing with coffee people don't put enough sugar or cream and all this other stuff in there you can make it in, in honey and, and caramel and all this stuff well my adult kids do that it's like my stepdaughter she like she will sit there and just she will have a little bit of coffee with her sugar what's the noise Oh, Just that's the noise. Everyone at home? Yeah. In case you I wonder like what that. that was, that was coffee being I poured. That was sugar being that was poured su- into Oh, that coffee. was sugar being poured into coffee. Yeah. All right. And then my this. son does the same thing with creamer. And I'm just like, I like the, I actually like the taste of coffee, though. And I like the dark roast coffee. I've had it black. And I, I don't mind it black, but I do like just a little bit of sugar and a little bit of cream. But the cold brew is like, oh. Okay. I like beer. Drink it all day. See, <laughs> see, Tress is right on point because it's 8 in the morning and some of you are getting up and you're having your coffee while we're right. talking about coffee. Cold brewed. And uh, the rest of us are thinking about how to save money on our mortgage. The world is changing every day. Every and since, day. since the middle every of March, day. the non-QM loans... Those are the loans with low credit scores for cash outs and things. 
those got knocked out in about two days, in December 21st and 22nd or somewhere around there. And then uh, at the same time those went out of, out of style, uh, the jumbo loans got knocked out. And then the FHA loads below 640 at a lot of places got knocked out. And now there is a concern in the industry. So you need to be paying attention. If you're trying to get a home equity loan or a cash out refinance, you see, the one of the biggest issues in the mortgage, and every, every industry has an issue right now, right? The biggest issue in the industry is that governors, um, government officials, went out and told everyone to stop paying their mortgage, despite them not being on the mortgage. <laughs> despite that signing the paperwork with you, you're on a mortgage, you've signed something with a bank that you're going to repay them, and then completely uh, irresponsible governors, government, went out there and said, stop paying your mortgage, stop paying your credit cards. There's no way, there's no better way to destroy an economy <laughs> than to tell people to stop paying their payments. Um, it's it's a very blatant thing that, that happened there. Now, if people have lost their job, we understand. Uh, they, they might need a request of forbearance in these things. And those that was always an option for people um, to request a forbearance and their investor can decide to or not. But the problem is this. We talked to one of the most prominent servicers in the industry this week. I did. And they said that they had to go out and borrow billions. But I had to go out and borrow. That means they had to pay it back. They had to go borrow billions to be able to pay consumers' payments for them. Because you don't realize, if you don't make your mortgage payment, then... They haven't changed contract law here. And, and servicers have a contract with Fannie Mae. And Ginny Mae and Freddie Mac and these places that where they sell their loads to. And the problem is, is that if you don't make your payment, they have to make your payment for you. They don't make a whole lot every year on your mortgage. A lender on a $200,000 loan might make $500 a year revenue. That's the revenue they make to service your loan. Um, all you know, That's the all-in revenue on a Fannie Mae loan. And so... The to have to pay a payment of yours of two thousand dollars when they only make five hundred dollars a year, and if they have to do that, if they have to do that every month for four months, they paid out eight thousand dollars on your loan, and they only made five hundred dollars on the loan. And so, right now, the default rate on mortgages for asking for forbearance is between five and ten percent. So, if you have to take pay. If you have to pay uh, 16 times your annual earnings over four months yeah. times 10% of your total loans, you're paying out more than your total revenue for the entire year on your servicing. And if you have billions of dollars of portfolio, how are you making these payments and forwarding these payments? If they don't forward the payments to Fannie Mae, Fannie Mae will come and seize the loans from the lenders and the servicers will go out of business. So the biggest issue is this. Um, Fannie Mae has on your regular refinance loans. Everyone's, I'll try to be, get to the point here. On regular refinance and home purchase loans, if you, if you go into forbearance early in your loan, Fannie Mae will charge the servicer 5 to 7% of the loan amount. So on a $200,000 loan, they'll charge them ten to $14,000 in, in an administrative fee. If you go into forbearance, within the first couple months of a mortgage. So let's listen to that again. They make $500 a year in their mortgage, and they're going to charge them 5 
to 7% of the loan amount. So on a $200,000 loan, it's ten dollars to $14,000 are going to charge that investor. Now imagine that times 10% of the, all of their loans. And so that's what, that's what it is for a refinance and a home purchase. The penalty for, not, for going into forbearance in your first payment on a cash-out refinance or home equity loan is the entire loan amount. If you go into forbearance, the current contract law between current contracts in the industry, between servicers and Fannie Mae, is if you default, on a, we go and give you $50,000 cash out, then you call the following day and say, well, we're not going to make our payment. We want a forbearance. Even though you just signed something that says you're still employed, you still have a job, you're still working, this is the income you make, and you're going to say, well, I'm just not going to make my payment. The penalty is to buy the entire loan back from Fannie Mae. So what's happened this week is many lenders have dropped out of the cash-out refinance market. And so if you're out there thinking of getting a home equity loan or a cash-out refinance, those loans are one tip away, one little push away from going away. Cash-out refinances and home equity loans are on the verge of disappearing in the industry right now. And because people aren't paying their mortgage. And some people can't. But some people are just randomly choosing to say, I'm not going to pay my payment for six months. They don't realize it's going to ruin their credit. They're not going to be able to refinance later on. And they're going to have to, at the end of the forbearance, they're going to have to come out with a way to pay the entire amount that they didn't pay. And so they don't tell you that. Well, they're not telling you that. The governors, again, they're being very uh, irresponsible. Irresponsible. And so the news media is. It can only be deliberate. So the thing is, is that in the mortgage industry, now. We already have a couple of very large banks that have got out of doing cash-out refinances. They've exited the business. Uh, several, of the, several, several large servicers have exited the cash-out and home equity business. And so TexasHoney.com is still doing cash-out refinances. With the big, scary monster out there of we're going to have to buy your loan back if you, if you don't pay your payment. And so mortgage payment companies won't be around if... If they have to buy back a couple four hundred, five hundred thousand dollar loans, three hundred thousand dollar loans, after a few of them, millions of dollars, the companies are gone. Companies sell their loans, and can then go out and do more loans. They do loans on lines of credit. They fund them. They get them to the servicers who sell them to Fannie Mae, and then they go out and do more loans. Fannie Mae does. You know, server lenders and servicers don't have an endless amount of money. They don't print money. The the <laughs> Uh, Fannie Mae goes out there and sells your mortgage bond, your, your interest rate you're paying. They sell that to your 401k, to your pension fund, to your insurance company. So your insurance, your pension fund, your 401k is getting interest on these mortgages, and then the mortgage lender keeps a little tiny snippet of it every year. And so the the, the industry right now is teetering on. Right now, we've already got rid of we've already got rid of FHA and VA loans. Majority of them under the age credit score under the credit score of 640. You heard that Chase is now requiring 20% down of the 700 credit score for a home purchase. You're hearing jumbo loans have gone away. Non-QM loans have gone away. And right now, you are looking at the loan out there is just a rate and term refinance, right? Or purchase. And a couple purchases. Yeah. And right now, the cash-out refinances are, are scarily being uh, just – so what we're doing at TechSunny.com is we're taking your application. We have your loan in process. But we don't know if halfway through the process your loan's going to go away. So we're, we are under the situation where we may have to refund your appraisal to you because we don't know if your loan program is going to be there by the time it gets done. So it's a very scary thing in the industry uh, because that could be you know 
15, 20% of all refinances are cash outs. If you take away 20% more of the mortgage industry, it can be a very interesting place. We'll see how that all works out. You can ask your questions at 972-387-4600. That's our text line, 972-387-4600. The rates are back to their all-time lows again. And so make sure you text in your questions on a home purchase, refinance, and we can still do home equity loans, cash out refinances, we call them. Uh, let's let's keep those things going. Let's keep making our payments whenever we can. And let's come back after these messages and answer your questions here on 105.3 The Fan. <laughs> We're back in the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Kevin Miller, Trust Callouts, Inappropriate Grandpa Bubba. <laughs> Talking about Nate's birthday, that what, what a whipping that is. Well, he's thirteen. We, we had a thirteen-year-old birthday yesterday. So exciting. Yeah, he's pretty happy about being thirteen. He's it's sure. pretty cool. Teenager now. Are you excited as he is? Well, what's really <laughs> sad is he was. I mean, just last week, last last year, three four months ago, he was still a little little tyke. Well, he grew four and a half, nearly five inches in this last year. He's he's he's. Going to probably be six foot by the time he's fourteen, so it's just kind of weird. Almost looking him up in the eye now, um, and it's just weird not having a little kid anymore. And so a little kid in the brain still. He's just turning thirteen, but he's looking a little bit bigger. So anyway, that's uh, yeah. Happy birthday to him. Um, Trust. Do you have questions that we can answer at the nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred text line? I do. Are you ready? I will do my best. Here we go. I have a very good income, but my credit score is not so well. What is the best way to refinance and make sure that I can get a better rate? You know what? We are going to preface that person's question by saying, please send us what your credit score is and what your current rate is so we can know what better rate we're trying to get for you. Um, best way to refinance and make sure that you get a better rate. Well, the best way to refinance is to start with TexasLoney.com because we have just about the lowest rates you're going to find in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did fund nearly ninety million dollars of loans in the month of in the month of April, and so we are looking to break through the hundred million dollar a month level this month of uh, doing mortgages here in the Texas area. And so we are the place you can go to to start that refinance. We don't know what your credit score is, though. If you let us know your credit score, we'll let you know what your options are. And let us know what your equity is, because a lot of times the equity overrides what the credit score. Is. Yeah, for example, if you have 40% equity versus 5% equity in your house, mm-hmm. you might get a better rate. I say you might, might. because if you're 40% equity and your loan amount's 40000 uh, you know, you're not going to get a very good rate with a $40,000 loan versus a $400,000 loan. And it's just because as the loan amounts do get smaller, there are sometimes uh, loan-level price adjustments that go into mortgages from the smaller loans. And do you have a little formula for them to figure how much they There have? are formulas, but there's a whole table... And there's tables for yeah. loan to value and combined with credit score. There's okay. tables for whether you have a 15-year mortgage, whether you're doing a purchase and refinance. A home equity loan cash out has d- an additional loan level price adjustments. And so there's all there's tables, but when it all gets said and done, we type it into a into a uh, the, the mortgage software and it kicks out your rate. Yeah, you know, I get a lot of people that will call in and they'll just say, I just want to know what your rate is. And then I said... That's kind of like going to McDonald's and say, give me something to eat. 
It's like walking in the butcher and say, "Give me, show me your meat." <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, how much is your meat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to realize there's more to it. Uh, yeah. What kind of meat yeah. you want to see? Do you want to see the brisket? No, <laughs> no, we don't want to see the brisket. I don't, forgot about you. Don't, prime like, rib. don't show me the brisket. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> wants ground beef. <laughs> I want steak. I want brisket. All right. All right. Steak. You ready? Yeah. They're pouring in. I'm in the process of refinancing my 30-year mortgage. I got 3.25%, which is great. But with rates still going down, can I get the 3.25% lowered from Michael? Yeah, it depends. You know, we don't know if, if they're paying closing costs. We don't know their credit score. We don't know their loan size. Uh, those different things will have an impact on your interest rate. We don't know if they're paying points. So we'd we like to know if, if we get a... Lock, locked in. Yeah, we don't... Down? I'd like to know down? if... I mean, yeah, are they floated um, on that rate or is it locked in? And... Are they doing a 30-year or 15-year? We can take a look at that as they well. They said 30-year, didn't it? Uh, it does say 30. they're refinancing their 30-year mortgage. Mm. Uh, can I get the 3.25 lowered? The 15 years, if you're paying an origination fee, depending on your loan size, there were some even approaching the 2 and 3 eighths mark yesterday. If you had a $400,000 loan with 40% equity, you might have been able to find you know, uh, a loan at 2 and 3 eighths. Even so, you know, there are some possibilities out there to get the lowest rate you've ever seen. And that's the 15 year down there on the two. And I would say figure 2.625 for your 15 year right now. If you're paying a point, you might get a little bit less than that. And then the 30 year again is right around 3%. So depending on the loan amount. Yeah, loan amount. It, it's around there. It's going to be different for everyone based on that credit score, loan to value, uh, loan size. 2.625 was costing a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Depending on your loan size mm-hmm. and your equity. So, and your credit score. <laughs> All those things are going to impact your... And your if you're married. No. I'm no. In <laughs> the name of your firstborn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tress. All right, here we go. This is from Austin. First time listener and first time buyer here. My wife and I have land available to build in Northeast Texas. I am well aware of the construction risk and liability of a new build, but from a mere financial standpoint, what are some key points to keep an eye on? Any input is appreciated. Uh, what are okay? It says, but from a mere financial standpoint, well, we don't know how long. I, I'm happy that Texas is opening back up. I am a big believer in the thing that UV light one provides vitamin D to human beings, so it helps our immune system. Vitamin D also knocks out viruses, and uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, ultraviolet light does, and the heat also is is a benefit there. So we're we're fortunate to be in a southern state because if you actually look at the map and the math, most of the southern states that do have a lot of UV light and heat, they are in a better situation. Unless you went to Mardi Gras, then you had some you had some issues there. But my point is this: um, we don't know, we don't know how it's not we don't know how humans are going to react to this. We've already seen a lot of human stupidity um, that has gone into this whole thing. And so the economy and the value of homes going forward, this is different than 2008. 2008, the mortgage industry was the epicenter of the collapse of the, of the stock market and everything else around it. This time, we're not the epicenter of it. We have a very strong real estate market here in uh, Dallas and in Texas. We have a lot of people still moving here. And so from a financial standpoint of buying a home, we don't know if home values are going to drop or if they're going to go up. 
But I do know with loan programs, I know when loan programs get knocked out, there's less buyers. When you get rid of jumbo loans, when you're getting rid of, you know, when, when, when Chase Bank is requiring 20% down, then is that going to trickle across the rest of the industry at some point? Um, if there's less buyers, then there's less ability to sell your house. If there's less ability to sell your house because there's less buyers, if there's less people that have jobs to buy your house, then people have to start dropping their home values. And so that is a concern of mine, both on home purchases and on home equity cash out refinances, because we could be in the middle of doing your loan and all of a sudden home values drop and your appraisal is not coming in what you thought it was anymore. We don't know how long that's going to take. It took a couple of years to unfold back in 2007, 2000. It was between 2006 and 2008 when home values started really getting hammered. This is just a month into this thing. We don't really know yet if that's going to have an impact. We do have less of a home buying market. There's, it's dropped a few percentage points. Um, it's going to be different in, in different regions. Again, Texas should be better because we've opened the ability to go back to work. So there's going to be the economy down here might pick up a little bit. From a pure financial standpoint, my only concern about buying a home is, uh, is if the home values do drop, I, I would hope it's temporary. I would hope it's temporary. When I say temporary, temporary could be three years. Um this could be a three to five year time period before things get back to any remote working uh, conditions. Well, if he's building a home, I mean, I don't think you should have any concerns except for, I mean, if you own the land, uh, you know, you can get a construction loan, you can get the house built, then we can refinance it for you on a rate and term. So, you know, I, I don't see any issues there. Is that going to be the I have seen the investors. I have seen investors drop out of the construction loan arena mm-hmm. uh, recently because of this, they, the unknown over six to seven months where those people will still have jobs mm-hmm. in six to seven months, and so they don't want to be stuck holding the holding a half-finished house. Uh, so, again, these the things that took two years to unwind and unfold in 2008 are taking two days. The decisions that took... Six months to go from, oh, we're doing these loans to not going to do those loans anymore. Because of the experience of people in the industry in 2008, they're saying, oh, then we shouldn't do these loans. And they're just dropping those loan programs. And so, and it's not, those aren't made lightly. They're looking at the potential to have to buy back loans and pay mortgage payments for consumers when they're making those decisions. So from a pure financial standpoint, the other financial standpoint you got to be looking at is your builder. If you are building a construction home, uh, having a home constructed in 2008, some builders did go out of business, and they were halfway built, uh, done building your home, and the builders went out of business since you had a half-built home. Do know, do know all of you, if you do have a half-built home, there is a loan program called a Homestyle Renovation. You can get a loan on a half-built home on a Homestyle Renovation loan, whether it's an investment property, second home, or primary residence. And so some of you have a home uh, that you know you want to do some work on, or it's half built, or it's you know someone ran out of money, and and they want you can get a home style renovation loan. You can text me at kmiller at texaslending.com. kmiller at texaslending.com, and I'll send you the right direction to get a home style text renovation. Text me or loan. email me. Email me, text me. I don't care. You can te- you can email me at at kmiller at texaslending.com. I was up finishing the cabinets last night. You guys got to give me a little bit <laughs> oh, of a break you're here. Still on that? Are they done? No, no, done. They're done. I finished the final. The the final uh, screwing in of the screws on the cabinets and the drill. We had to drill them. Did we move the dishes in? All the dishes are there. Everything's in. <laughs> Did you bring cab- us a picture? Uh, you know what? I haven't had time. After? I got that done last night, and it zonked me out. So I'm a little bit still punch drunk <laughs> from the cabinet 
the cabinet fiasco we have to bring of 2020. Us next week. Yeah, the yeah. COVID cabinet fiasco COVID. of 2020. <laughs> All right. We have to take a break. We have more questions coming in. Get your question in at 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com. We're coming back for more on the TexasLending.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We are back in the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Trust Collins, inappropriate Uncle Bubba, and Kevin Miller here. You can get your text in at 972-387-4600. If you text us your question, we'll answer it here on the air. We're talking about refinancing, getting cash outs, getting home purchase loans. Uh, Tress, uh, you have a couple teed up for us. I do, I do. But, you know, do you remember when Dallas was only one area code? It was 214. I didn't move here until 22 years, 23 years ago. 972 came into vogue. Yes, and then, then 469 was added. 682. Yeah, but everything was 214, and you only had to dial seven digits to call someone. 2470467 was my number, and it yeah. was Chapel Hill 7, CH7. Mm. 0467 was my childhood home. Just We're going to be mulching this weekend at the Miller's house. After the cabinets <laughs> are done, now it's mulch weekend. Who invented the word mulch? That's what I want to know. I don't know. It's fun to say mulch. It sounded like mulch, someone was mulch. eating, you know, they overstuffed their mouth with uh, with Rice Krispie Treats or something, and they had to say, it's a, good, you know. Yes. There had to be a different world. No yes. one creates a word mulch with, you know. I agree with that statement. Completely. Someone had a mouthful of something, and then they just say, oh, what do you want? He wanted, you know. Maybe it was mulch berries. I don't know. I don't know. But okay. anyway, we're... <laughs> Mortgage, mortgage business. Back to mortgages. Mortgage mulch. Mortgages and mulch. All right. I'm supposed to close on my new build during the first week of August. My credit is currently over seven fifty, mm. and my house is four hundred thousand dollars. Where do you think the rates would be then for these numbers? I'm putting ten percent down. Thanks. Tell you what, if I had that answer, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> you don't if have I an eight knew, ball for that. <laughs> if I knew where the rates were going to be in August, going to be low. But I'm assuming they're going to be low for quite a while. Uh, I w- I do see some I do see some uh, p- uh, market created panic at some point, just like in 2013 when rates for no reason at all went from 3.3 to 5 percent in a matter of two weeks, mm. and then they worked their Those way back down. Those were fun times. Yeah, that was stupid. And so uh, <laughs> so the I, you're going to see at some point we say there's inflation, there's inflation. There's not going to be any inflation right now, and people don't have money to buy stuff and, unless mm-hmm. the remaining goods that are available. People start raising their prices on them because there's a limited amount of them. Um, but that, that you know, crazier things have happened. So don't don't count that the idea that rates can't suddenly go to you know five percent or four percent um, just because. You, you think that rate should stay low for a while. I've thought those same things, and ultimately they'll get back down low again. Uh, but in between here and there, who knows what's going to happen by August. Hopefully the rates are still right where they are right now, which is the lowest rates we've ever seen. And we'll log it, log it in. We'll lock it in June 20th. And we, by, by the way, we do have the Google here on our phones, <laughs> but because we have loyal Tolos out there, and we love you all. You have now texted us the origin of mulch. Which is fabulous. You teach us, we teach you. It's This is a, a symbiotic relationship. So what is the origin of mulch, Tress? It's been around six, it's 1600s. Yep, someone had a, they clearly didn't have the, a mouthful of Rice pilgrims? Krispie treats because Rice Krispies did not exist Are in 1650. Are you saying the pilgrims mulched? Oh, well, maybe. It's <laughs> Old English uh 
dialectal German, mulch, soft, overripe. Mulch, M-O-L-S-C-H. Soft, soft. mellow, overripe. Overripe. But mulch isn't soft. Speaking of overripe, my ma, my my <laughs> wife made, uh, she made, she failed miserably at making banana bread last night. Oh, no. She oh. sat there like rooting on the banana bread while it was in the bread maker. She was standing there like the watching paint dry in the bread machine and she was waiting for it to rise. And then she got so overzealous that she turned it off early because she wanted to see her bread. And, and now it's oh. just a lump of, it's a banana. lump of banana mulch. Never. <laughs> you never. <laughs> wow. Wait I'm glad you. she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> but I'm what a great use of well, our new I, word. I went into the fridge and I go, oh, is that, that the lump? banana bread there? And it and it weighed like it weighed like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I lifted it up. This just I said, "What is that?" She goes. She started laughing. She goes, "That's my failed attempt at a banana bread." And I said, "Well, I'm going to give it a shot." And I was eating it on the way here, and I was thinking, <laughs> if I was out of food, and I had to eat, and I had to eat like foodstuffs that are just really, really dense. This is just a dense conglomeration of banana mulch, and it and I and I ate it on the way here, and it's still sitting in my belly right now, and. Mm. Not that the whole thing of bread, just just a ch- just a chunk. It was like a seven pound chunk of it, <laughs> and that's what we're sharing with you on the air right now. Thank you for uh, listeners for getting us the origin of mulch. It's, that's now you know things you didn't know today. You're going to be sitting right? around later on with yourself, just talking to yourself, going, "Man, thing I didn't know today. Now I know more about mulch." Right. Sixteen fifty to sixteen sixty. All, All right. right, Tress. Here we go. We are. You know what? Our mulch person actually had a question before they oh, okay. said us about mulch. <laughs> wow. We wouldn't do theirs. Okay. Can you break down cash out refinance? Bought a house in January with a VA. How long do I have to wait to refinance? We have a significant amount of equity on our house already between fifty and 60000 Well, Well, we so we don't know what the value of the house is. When the thing is done, you can only get 80%. The cash out loan can be 80% of the value of the house. That's the total loan amount. I mean, the, all the liens in the property can't exceed 80%. So we don't really know what the full value of that house is or what they owe, but about how long do we, we have get, to wait? You have to wait six months. There you go. Six months. But, uh, you know, and that that's, uh, just brings up a question. A lot of people, we get a lot of VA people calling in wanting a VA cash out. Not, and, no existy in Texas. Not in Texas. Yeah, there's no VA cash out in Texas. The only state. Yep. Really? No VA has, cash outs. It no. To, it has to do with the, uh, the, the, the the funding fee. And it has to do with the the Constitution of Texas. When they passed the Texas Home Equity Loan Law, it wasn't just a pass law. They had to re they had to put it in the Constitution of Texas, okay? So part of the Constitution of Texas includes the Texas A6 provision for getting home equity out of your house. And so in there, it says, thou shall not have any insurance fee. There's no mortgage insurance. insurance on a cash-out loan in Texas. That's one of the reasons they're maxed out at 80% loan-to-value is because above 80, there can be PMI on loans. Well, they max out at 80%, but VA loans do have an upfront funding fee, which would preclude the opportunity mm-hmm. for you to get a cash-out on a VA loan in Texas. But they can get a conventional cash-out if they have the equity and they've been in the home for six months. Mm-hmm. The, the proper amount of equity. There we go. Thank they're, you for. They're uh, good to go. That was our mulch friend. So thank you. Thank I'm gonna you. start calling him mulch. 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 Because that's what it. Yeah, you know, that's what it said. All right, you got y'all ready. 
Yep. Okay. I have a 733 credit score and currently have an interest rate of 4.875, over 20% equity in the house because I refinanced last year to knock off PMI. On a 30-year note, could I refinance to get a lower rate? Why yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and not just yes, but yes. Yes. <laughs> 730 score, they have a 4.875 rate. They might be able to get that rate closer to 3% if they go back to a 30-year. They'll drop nearly 2% on their loan amount. They can also do a 25-year, which has been very popular here lately. Yes, very popular. I mean, in fact, all the people like hanging out with those people. Because <laughs> oh, that's the end group. 25 years. Years. <laughs> you have a lot of people. People like hanging out with you if you get a 25-year mortgage. You'd be you very popular. You have a lot popular. of people that bought their home two or three years ago, and, and then they say, oh, I really don't want to go back to a 30 but the 25 is very appealing because, number one, they still save money, but now they took they, they took an extra two or three years off their loan. So, Well, a lot of people don't understand the math that if the rate's the same on a 25-year and a 30-year, mm-hmm. you can go back to a 30-year and just pay the payment associated with a 25-year mortgage without having to trap yourself into a 25-year payment if you didn't if you lost your job or had a medical issue or some kind of crazy virus came along. Yeah. But that will never happen. So anyway, um, on a 4.875 rate, that person might be able to drop that rate 2%. On a $240,000 mortgage, a 2% savings in your interest rate can save you up to $400 after tax every month on your payment. So a 2% savings on 240000 is yes. nearly $400 a month. It's a yes to that question. Yes, they should be calling TexasLending.com. Do not pass go. No. Do not collect $200. Collect $400 on your next mortgage payment that you're not going to Call pay. Uncle Bubba. Inappropriate <laughs> Uncle Bubba, 972-387-4600. Ask for Gary Alexander. They will put you in his voicemail. He'll call you after He will show. call you after the show and get you on your way to saving all kinds of money lined up. Our very nice mulch person texted back and said, oh. I've been called worse. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's very kind. We actually are going to have to go well, to break. Well, you're going to take it. Stress is making us go to break. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't. But at 972-387-4600, that's your text line, 972-387-4600. That's also your phone number to call loan officers here at TexasLending.com. And one more time, 972-387-4600. Go online and apply to, amazingly, TexasLending.com. We're going to come back and answer more of your questions here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. So during the break, everyone, we discuss ways to make millions and millions of dollars. And one of the ways, <laughs> one of the things we discussed is this great idea. Well, Tress, I have to give her all the, she said I should do a tutorial on how to put up cabinets. But mine would be different. Mine would be like how not to put up cabinets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if your cabinets stay up, I mean, then you did it right. Well, the cabinets are up, but it was a fiasco, I can tell you right now. I would be Um, standing at the door, and then there would be a tutorial of me paying a guy to come in (laughs) to put up my cabinets. So I thought, uh, mine's going to be different. Mine's going to be called the tutu tutorial. I'm going to wear a tutu oh. while I'm putting up cabinets. I have a tutu. Wouldn't that be fantastic? That's awesome. I have a turkey tutu. Would you want to borrow it? <sighs> uh, yes, I would. Okay. Yes, that No, that'd be the Thanksgiving special. That'd be the Thanksgiving special. Yeah, well, still. All right. Turkeys are really good all year round, you know. Qu- Questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are you all, all right. right. We want to get back to the mortgages here because 
because it's so exciting. It's a mortgage show. All right, Tress. <laughs> All right. I am in the process of a cash out refinance. <clears throat> appraisal was done last Wednesday. Just heard Kevin say that cash out refinances <laughs> may go away and appraisals will be refunded. If I am that far along in the process, am I still in danger of losing the loan? So everyone that's, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, just know that servicers are on the hook for 100% of the loan amount. If people ask for forbearance within 15 days of that loan being sold to Fannie Mae, if there is a forbearance request right after you got cash out of a home, yep. Fannie Mae says the loan shall be fully bought back by the lender. Well, lenders, when they sell loans, they might sell a loan for 3% of the loan amount when they sell it to Fannie Mae. They might sell it for 3% of the loan amount. Um, and so if they have to then buy back 100% of the loan, it's going to cause a lot of events. So Fannie Mae didn't, hasn't changed their stance on those forbearances on cash outs. They've, they're allowing investors to pay a fee and, and a penalty to Fannie Mae for a refinance and a purchase, but not the cash out. It's a full buyback. And so some investors don't want to be on the, on the hook for that risk with 10% of loans now going into forbearance. And so they don't want to be on the hook for these cash-out loans. And the last thing is you, want, we, you don't want to be the last lender standing taking on all the risk of all the uh -huh. cash-outs in the industry. Yeah. Uh, one of the largest servicers where the loans get sold into this week said that they put out a memo that said that they're going to be putting on some additional price hits for cash-out loans that will affect rates, right? And they said you'll have until this certain day of the week – before those price hits will come in. Well, within the next two days, they took one full month of home equity loan cash out locks, a full month of them in two days. And they said, you know, we can't take on all of this. If we're the last servicer standing taking cash outs, we can't be doing this. So where does it stand right now? There are still enough servicers out there doing them that one to two companies aren't taking all the risk and all the cash outs. They don't want all that risk. It'd be like the person that's taking all the low credit score FHA loans. They don't want to be the one. And so we'll keep an eye on it for you, and you can have a loan all the way up to closing, and that loan, and even if the loan closes, if there's no more credit lines available, if the warehouse loans can't fund, loan, lenders loan your money off of credit lines. And if the credit lines go away, then there's no way to fund the loan. These are all, just like you walk in with a credit card to the store, if you don't have your credit card, you're not holding enough cash these loans aren't done in cash. So the credit lines have to be available to fund them. When the 9QM loans went away, they went away in one day. Like one day or there, the next day the credit lines were gone. And so that happened. Um, your loan is good right now. I'm going to tell them we're hoping that to get a one-week in notice. What we are doing at TechSunny.com is we're giving advance uh, attention to all the cash out loans to make sure that we get them done and funded. Um, we're hoping that especially in Texas with jobs coming back, that they might have to shut down cash outs in some states like New York and other areas. Um, and so hopefully Texas continues. Hopefully we don't have an issue. I'm just making everyone aware, and thank you for listening because we want to prepare you. And here's the options. If the cash out goes away, we'll talk to you about potentially maybe just getting into a refinance and dropping your rate significantly because the rates have come down. And two, if we can't do it, then we're going to need to reimburse your appraisal to you because you didn't get your loan. And so it's it, it, the credit lines will either be there, the, the loan programs will either be there, uh, or hopefully we get ourselves at least, at least a week notice so we can, if they're going to go away. So I'm just making everyone aware, and, and hopefully none of that happens. Right now we could just say it's kind of a shaky market for it. 
every day we wake up and there's another little there's another little thing that pops up in the one day you think things great and the next thing the next day someone pops your bubble okay all right here we go i'm a 1099 contractor how long do i need to be working to qualify for a home loan i have a good income and credit karma shows 756 i have one full year of tax returns with a lot of write-offs what do you think well, depending on how much they said they have ninety k of ninety six k of ninety six k, but if a lot of write offs, what what is not the top number, which is ninety six? What is the it's bottom? Adjusted your, gross. Yeah, what is your adjusted gross after the write offs? That's one of the things we need to know. To typically, you want two years of ten ninety nine income. Right now, it d- it's two years. Yeah, because we have to see whether your income is going up or going down. If you went from making hundred thousand one year to making fifty thousand the next year, they're going to use the fifty thousand. They're not going to use a. But seven. if it's going up between fifty one year to one hundred thousand, they're going to use a mix of the two years and say you're making seventy five. If you only have one year in there, they're not sure of your staying power, yep. especially in these weird situations. Whether you're still making the same amount of money as you were then, sure. so yeah, typically two years. Okay. Oh, forty eight k is their bottom line. Mm. 48k is the bottom line. So 96k top after all right is 48k. They make 400 they make 44 grand a month. Uh we're going to want another year of that to verify that that's the your consistent income. Okay, do we have time yes. for another question? One more. All right. So I purchased my home last year, have 100% equity. The value is approximately 320,000. I would like to take out just 20% of the value to assist with some repairs, expenses, etc. Here's the thing. I'm in between jobs, semi-retired. So the big picture is it possible to loan against a home that is paid in full but no noticeable income at the moment. If you don't have income, you can't get a mortgage. You have to show an ability to repay. Uh, so that's the first thing. Second, if you're old enough, if you're older than 62, you might be able to get yourself a reverse mortgage. With all that equity in the house, that might not be a good idea for you. My other suggestion is to go to a bank and see if you can get an unsecured line of credit. You might be able to get an unsecured line of credit, and that might be able to help you out. Get you 10 might grand be able here. to get a secured line of credit. Yeah. You don't know. I mean, if, you're, if your income's coming from yep. investments... We have to go. We have to go. We've run out of time. There's more questions. We will either get to them next week or we'll respond to you by text. Go online and apply with texasstunning.com. Call 972-387-4600 and ask for Gary Alexander. Mm. We're going to come back and see you next week on the texasstunning.com mortgage show right here on 105.3 The Fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.